Want to know how to really improve school culture? Hey, I'm your host, Jeff Veely, and this is the Campus Peace Podcast. Join me after school as we discuss how to empower students, boost staff morale, and squash squabbles. Welcome to the Campus Peace Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Veely, talking about how we can build golden rule schools and also how it's important to help students after school. Talking about after school programs. Maybe you have one in your school. Maybe you want to start one in your trying to figure out where to start. Well, we'll be talking to an expert today who's also a friend of mine. And uh, this is an after school program that I was involved with for many years. I'm so excited to share some of the secrets uh, behind the scenes and really how important after-school programs are to schools across the country. So I want to bring in my friend Jessica Hughes from the city of Wyoming. How are you and how are things at Team 21 in Michigan? Well, I'm great and Team 21 is also great. Um, We are having a good year. We've just gotten our school year program kicked off here in September. So we're kind of hitting like where it's starting to all feel like routine again for staff and for kids <laughs> and those kinds of things. And um, yeah, things are going well. We are in uh, in 12 schools around the city of Wyoming. So across wow. three different school districts here in our city. And I'm just really happy to have the chance for um, making a big difference in the lives of kids in our community. So yeah. That's incredible. So talk about how Team 21 got started, then also your role and how you got started with the program. Sure, I would love to do that. So we've been around since 2004, which is just really crazy to think. It's been you know years and years worth of time now. And Jeff and I actually were joking before this about how old some of these kids must be getting um, <laughs> over email here these last few weeks. So, um, but yeah, we um, have been a long time coming. And um, the program was actually started as a partnership between Wyoming Public Schools and then the city of Wyoming and um, started out at just three schools back in 2004, three elementary buildings, and um, have expanded to include uh, additional school districts and to kind of be operating across the city of Wyoming now in 12 different schools. Um, I've been with the program since 2008, so I guess we're at year 11 these days. Woohoo! Um, that it's really been such a big part of my life and um, is, is a joy to, to work alongside our staff and with our kids and with our um, wonderful school staff. We have just lots of really great support here. Um, I started off actually in a similar program just down the road in the city of Grand Rapids and then um, kind of came came to Team 21 when there was an opening as a co, um, co-director of the program. And um, these days I'm the the director on my own. So um, kind of some administrative changes over the years here and that sort of thing. But um, but yeah, it's a, it's really a, it's a great program and it's a great thing to be a part of and very exciting for me. So for sure. And I want to commend you uh, and the program. I mean, you don't typically see programs that last this long and you also don't usually find the same folks running it in administration. There tends to be a lot of turnover, it seems like, with these kind of things. So it's a true testament to not only your work, but just the passion of everyone that's been behind of this program that it's still going. A lot of the same folks are still involved. Like, that's huge. What does it mean to you? You are still there. This program's gone on for a long time. Like, that's pretty powerful. It definitely is. Um, we have great support here. We've got a wonderful partnership between the city and the three school districts where we operate. Um, where we kind of refer to that as like a collaborative partnership, and it really, it it really is. It's a true collaboration. Um, and we have so many other partners in the community who help support the program and just 
and we have amazing staff. We just definitely feel that support and um, have definitely had lots of people, you know, weather storms with us and um, and come alongside and help out and bring expertise that, you know, maybe we don't have. We have some really amazing partners who come in with their own passions and and abilities to do things to make a difference for the students in our program. And it's been really neat to kind of watch us, I guess, just sort of over the years, all of those elements kind of coming together to make us who we are these days. It's really exciting. So That is great. Let's talk about the experience for a kid. So if I'm a student coming through your program, the bell rings for the end of the school day, I run down to my Team 21 group, what am I going to experience over the course of that afternoon and evening? Sure, that's a great question. So um, one of the things that uh, we typically start with in our programs is food. So either um, a, a supper or a snack is served right after school, kind of depends on the building, how the schedule works exactly. But, um, but all of our programs have both a supper and a snack at some point during them. Um, and part of that comes along with the fact that a lot of our students um, you know, some of them come from in food insecure situations, and some of them just can use that extra support of having those those meals and snacks available. So um, that's an important component for us to be able to provide, and um, and we work with our food service in each of the districts to do that. And then um, beyond that, we have a homework help component during the school year. So. Um, 45 minutes a day is spent on um, working with students to hopefully reinforce what they learned in their classrooms during the day and answer questions that they might have. In some cases, we're able to actually send students back to teachers who might still be in the building to get help even um, if they're struggling maybe with a particular subject. And um, so that's a really nice benefit when that's available. Um, and then after homework help, um, oftentimes we find too that homework either maybe doesn't last the full 45 minutes or maybe students are able to get it done um, more quickly. And in that case, we work hard to keep other um, academic support materials. So leveled reading libraries and math manipulatives and um, really work to strengthen those connections with the school day teachers to figure out what they're working on during class and how can we help support that during after school. Um, and that's definitely an area that we continue to grow in. I think there's still opportunity even to strengthen that communication more, but that's definitely a, a goal of ours to keep working on. So there's that piece of things. And then um, the rest of the program is kind of a mix depending on the day. We could be doing character education, be doing a fitness or health component. Um, STEM is something that we do a lot with, so science, technology, engineering, and math. And we find that after school is a really good time to kind of get your hands dirty, work yeah. on a special project. You could even have something that takes you a full week to build. We also have uh, enrichment components, which can look very different depending on the building and student interests, but all sorts of art and dance. We sometimes have, um, you know, partners come in and teach things like Taekwondo or yoga to kids, um, all That's kinds awesome. of, you know, other things along that realm. We have, we've had people work on theater and improv. And um, part of the goal of our program really is to expose our students to new things and help them develop new passions with that time. So we really like to keep that pretty varied and make sure that um, we have lots of variety and that um, students are getting to trial. So trying to be very intentional with how we build the rest of that program time. 
cooking is another really popular piece in our program, partly because the kids usually get to eat as right. part of that. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. But we have, um, you know, cooking instructors and also our staff will sometimes lead cooking activities and we work hard to build in, you know, nutrition elements to that. And also um, kind of thinking about things that would be easy for them to prepare at home, don't require a lot of ingredients, you know, um, and then also sometimes even hide some math in cooking. So kind of oh, recipes and such. That's right. Yeah. yeah. About the difference between a quarter cup and a half cup and that, that kind of thing. So um, we really work hard to, to make a lot of what we do cross curricular and work hard to tie it back into something that, um, you know, hopefully is either a direct connection to something that they're learning during the day, or at least kind of helping to reinforce why those things they're learning during the day are important and how they get used in real life and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Building that bridge is so important. And I want to go back to the academic piece for a second. So a lot of students that are in the program um, I remember working, you know, as a group leader there with Team 21, there's a lot of kids that were struggling and mom and dad said that the reason their kid was able to pass and succeed and move on to the next grade was this homework help time. Not that we were working miracles in that time, but they just needed that extra help. They needed that extra encouragement. What's maybe some of the shift that you see with students once they're able to engage in this after school program? I mean, obviously they're getting the character education, they're getting the fitness and recreational pieces, but going back to that academic time, what's the difference that you see made for some of the kids that you guys work with? Sure. Well, I think that, you know, there's a lot of success stories that come and um, it's kind of neat to be able to reflect on those. And they look different for different students. Of course, their experience and their needs are going to be different, but um, we have a lot of stories that come through about students, maybe you know, it might be that there was a particular subject area that they were struggling with where they needed the extra help. And maybe the way that, you know, one of our staff kind of helped explain it was a light bulb moment for them. Mm -hmm. Or it could be things like just that extra encouragement that like, hey, I know this is hard, but you can do it. Kind of that consistent adult who who knows to check in each day and ask like, hey, how was math today? I know you were really worried about that test. How did it go? And kind of processing those things with them. And so I think some of it is for some of our kids is just that the encouragement to believe in themselves and to know that if they hang in there, there's people who are in their corner who are, you know, going to celebrate right along with them when those successes come. Our goal is always to to work hard to reach each student where they are and figure out, you know, how we can help them kind of build from where they are to where they want to be and um, where their teachers and their parents want them to be and, and those kinds of things. So I love it. Hey, if you're an educator watching today, you've got questions about after-school programming, uh, go ahead and leave a comment uh, either on the podcast if you're listening to the replay or the webcast. Uh, we would love to hear your questions and hear your input of how an after-school program has maybe made a difference in your community. And now, Jessica, I remember uh, coming there one day and there was someone that was visiting from, I want to say, like the Michigan Department of Education. And they gave mm -hmm. you guys kind of a crazy compliment. I'll never forget this in the hallway. They said, you know, Team 21 is what we call the poster child for after-school programs. You guys are like really widely known. It's been super successful. Obviously, you started out in one school district. You're now in multiple school districts. A lot of schools said, hey, I want this. If there's an administrator or someone in charge of an after-school program right now that's listening, what are some mm -hmm. tips uh, that you might give them or, or, or some secret sauce that they can add to their after-school program to either make it more effective or ensure that, um, you know, it, it's going to stay in the community for the long haul. Sure. 
Um, that's a that's a really good question, and I should say that I think that one of the major things that we've had that I guess our secret sauce, maybe if you will, um, is is kind of back to that support that I referenced earlier. We we've really um, just been so blessed in our program to have a lot of support from our principals and from teachers and from parents and from you know all sorts of staff here. At, um, I work at City Hall, and um, so a lot of the city administrative staff and the Michigan Department of Education, we can't do something like uh, this robust and after school program by ourselves. And um, so finding those kind of community collaborators and, um, and partners, and it could be, you know, big and small, I think it's run the gamut for us from, you know, years back, maybe even in the era that you were in the program, we had a roller rink hear about us and reach out to us and say, you know what, we want to support your program. We'd like to give you one free skating trip per month. And they've been doing that now for, I mean, this has got to be at least 10 years at this point that we've wow. had, um, had you know, one free trip per month and one of our schools gets to go and we've, you know, kind of coordinated to be sure that each of the schools is kind of getting a chance to do that. And it was just kind of, you know, they heard about us in passing and wanted to, to figure out a way to get involved. And, um, so we've had things like that. We've had, we work with, you know, local colleges like Grand Valley State University. We've partnered with them on various things and, um, you know, bring in student groups maybe who are, you know, either leading programming with students or just volunteering and helping to support, um, to support our programs. We've worked with their um, education departments even to have grad level students come in and do tutoring with our students and kind of working mm -hmm. on some of the techniques that they're kind of talking about in their classroom and bringing those right into, um, you know, the Team 21 space after school. Um, we also have wonderful local partners, you know, local nonprofits. I just actually was talking yesterday with someone from a place here locally called Hope Gardens, and um, they're just really passionate about, about gardening, but also about, you um, you know, bringing an understanding for students of where food comes from and the fact that they can help grow food and the fact that it doesn't actually start at the grocery store, you know, there's <laughs> this whole behind the scenes, quote unquote, for where, uh, for where food is, that is, you know, not, um, not what they might think otherwise. And so, and helping people to just, um, you know, think consciously about where that food is coming from and how they can, um, be a part of growing it and be a part of planting trees in their community and, you know, doing, doing things along those lines. So yeah. um, we've partnered with all kinds of places and just, you know, the list is way too long to mention, but that's really one of the biggest lessons that I think I've taken away during my time here is that, um, you know, we sometimes come across a need and then we come across someone who can help fill that void for us um, with their area of expertise. And so, um, so, yeah, really that collaboration and kind of working together and, um, you know, uh, we're all sort of playing a different piece in the puzzle, I guess maybe you'd say. So I love that. Uh, they always say, you know, it takes a village and it really does. And I think you guys have been brilliant and just really smart in how, do you, how you utilize and how you engage that village of letting folks know that you need help, letting folks know that there's an opportunity and then saying, okay, here's what you guys are really good at. Here's our area of need and, and matching those up. So if someone's wanting to, maybe there's like an administrator right now listening to this and they're wanting to start an after-school program, other than community partnerships and, and just so forming some of those relationships and seeing some natural fits, um, do you have any other advice of how they would get something started? Um, well, there's obviously funding. Um, that's, that's always going to be a hurdle to, to anything like that, right? And um, 
in our case, we're very fortunate to have um, funding through the Michigan Department of Education. Uh, we're funded with um, federal dollars, actually, um, 21st Century Community Learning Center dollars. And those are earmarked for certain student populations. So depending on your viewership, you know, that might or might not always be a fit for everyone. Um, but I think, you know, being creative in seeking out those funds, we've talked with other programs around the state and locally who, um, you know, have have worked on even like just sort of almost like piecing together various like smaller grant dollar amounts to um, to sort of replicate, maybe not quite on the same scale, but replicate, you know, this type of programming maybe for one school at a time or for just a couple of schools at a time. So um, I would, you know, I think there's a lot of, um, of funding opportunities out there. We, we say often in Team 21 that um, we feel as though it's after school has, you know, enjoyed uh, sort of support across the, the country as kind of bipartisan and also just, you know, it's generally the case that people want to do good things for kids in their community. And so um, so it seems as though you don't necessarily have to reach really far, hopefully, to find lots of support and interest in um, continuing those good things, you know, in those hours between 2.30 or 3.30 and 6 o'clock um, when families might need that support and extra care. So I would recommend for sure, um, you know, kind of being creative. I think it's important to have someone who is passionate and excited about doing that too. We, uh, you know, we had our very first, um, the, the person who wrote the grant the first time for us was the superintendent of um, Wyoming Public Schools. He was actually, I think, assistant superintendent at the time that he wrote wow. it. But he believed in the program from the very beginning and was willing to, um, to work so hard to see it through. And so, um, that makes a big difference too. So having having a dream and and sticking to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing um, just in the midst of you know, funding. Obviously, it it comes and goes. Grants sometimes are there, sometimes they're not. Sometimes how funds are uh, allocated it changes. And I remember getting some sort of message, or I think I saw it on the news that you guys, uh, the funding that was set aside for the program was going away, and you guys sort of had to scramble and change things. But the powerful thing was the community sort of came together and these partners came together and said, our community cannot exist without this program. We need this. And so people were committed no matter what it took to bringing this back and making sure that it was sustained. And so that is really cool to hear. We, you know, we definitely do um, enjoy a lot of community support and it, we, we have said frequently, um, honestly, it would be hard to replicate the funding that we have locally. Um, it's just, you know, we, we are really fortunate to have, to have what we do, but, um, but yeah, I think anytime that the, there's been a question of funding on the table, um, you know, uh, either federally or maybe at the state level changes, um, we always definitely have a lot of people who are willing to kind of reach out and, and do what they can to to contact people who make decisions and that kind of thing and um, and do what they can to help restore it. So I think there's definitely a strong community of um, of believers in the program, and that's a really wonderful thing for us for sure. So that's great. We've talked about the benefits for the kids, the benefits for families, but I also want to give you guys a, a little plug and a thank you on the benefits for your staff. Um, I look back and I think of some of the folks that I worked with. I'm still in touch with so many of my former coworkers today. And these people have gone on to become teachers, to become principals, to become counselors. Um, it's really, and for me, I mean, it's this whole speaking thing, I, I had this idea of, you know, I think my purpose is to work with kids. Mm -hmm. And I really want to try this out and see how this all goes. 
And what was amazing to me is how um, powerful it was when I got in there, when I started working with kids. And so I would not be speaking. I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing today if it wasn't for your program. I'm curious, how many of those stories do you get to hear? How many of those folks do you see then in different roles where they, they start out as a group leader, but now maybe they're running a school, maybe they're you know doing other things with kids, and they just use that as a huge stepping stone in their career? You know, it's really fun whenever we do hear those stories. And, um, you know, staff, uh, it's always really nice to kind of catch up with with staff who've moved on to other things. And um, we've had, you know, we, we always say that the staff is what makes the program. I mean, all these other things are important and they matter, but the day-to-day consistent relationship with students that staff is building is really the foundation of everything that happens in Team 21. And so um, we are nowhere without without you and all of the other former yous, you know, who've moved on to other things <laughs> that they're doing. And um, so, yeah, it's it's a it's really fun to kind of hear what's happening and to to see the ways that the program has maybe helped shape people as they've moved um, moved into other areas in their life. And I always really enjoy hearing from staff from you know back in the day, and um, that that happens <laughs> quite frequently. And it's really fun to kind of connect with them again and, and hear what's happening. And it's been neat to hear the way that Team 21 is a part of their story. And uh, we've, you know, we've been around long enough now, Jeff, that we have lots of former students actually who apply to work with us. And that's been yeah. kind of a crazy thing to realize. They'll say like, oh, yeah, I was in you know, third grade and in Team 21. And now here they are, you know, old enough to be uh, coming a group leader themselves sort of thing. So um, that's pretty neat. And it's really fun to, to see the way that the program has impacted um, various people kind of in various capacities over the years. Jessica, I'm so thankful, not only for my experience with the program, but what you guys do every day and also for your time today. If there's uh, a way that folks want to learn more about Team 21, what you guys do and the impact you're making, where they, can they find that information? Absolutely. So um, we would love to have people visit our website. It's uh, www.wyomingmi.gov.gov and then backslash team 21. And um, there's lots of good information there. And um, yeah, it kind of gives a little bit of an overview of, uh, of us over the years. So I definitely encourage that for sure. Okay, if I get this wrong, I know I'm going to get uh, a nasty email from you later. So Team 21, it is Teach, Enrich, Achieve, and Move. Did I get that right? Nice. (laughs) After all these years, I got it. (laughs) They made me give back the t-shirt, but I still know the phrase and I've got the memories. And uh, it's so cool. You know, I've uh, gotten messages, emails, Facebook messages of students that have found me years later. And some of these kids now have yeah. their own kids and it is so uh, fun to hear from them. So thank you again for the impact that you're making, all that you're doing, and uh, we wish you the very best. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Thank you, Jeff. Take care. Thank you uh, for watching. If you have questions or ideas about after-school programming, drop it below. Let's keep the conversation going. And remember that you can always tune in again at campuspeacepodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please help me achieve an A+. Simply take a moment to rate and review the show wherever you're listening. Then catch up on episodes and grab some free resources over at campuspeacepodcast.com.